Welcome to OOBG Radio, the leading destination for the best sports and betting analysis presented by your hosts, John, Jordan, and Dave. Welcome to OOBG Radio, brought to you by UWager.eu. Speaking of UWager.eu, we have a special guest, Monroe, with us today. Welcome. How's it going? Very good, thank you. We also have John. Hey, people. And Jordan. Hey. And today, we've got to uh, go over a lot of stuff, NBA playoffs. We're also going to talk about where Paul George and LeBron might land. The Raptors coach, he's on the hot seat. Some NHL, MLB, and NFL stuff. And we will get into prosthetics in the NFL, which is an interesting topic. So we'll uh, hit on all of that. But first, let's start off with something that's red hot. The NBA playoffs. We have Golden State against Houston and Cleveland against Boston coming up. Then we got, we're down to the conference championships and we got a couple of really good matchups. I personally, you guys saw, did not give Boston a chance to make it this far. And I am not giving Boston a chance to beat the Cavs. The Cavs have been red hot. They've looked really, really good. Boston continues to surprise me. Um, we do have um, Boston at home at plus one. You wager does at the first uh, first line of the game. Mamro, who do you like there? You know, I, I like Cleveland. I think that Boston has really played well. They've uh, outplayed expectations, especially without Kyrie Irving. It's really a shame that, that Irving won't be there for this grudge match, so to speak, against LeBron. But I think that as well as the Celtics are playing, the young guys, Rozier and, um, and Tatum, I think that the experience of LeBron and the way that he's playing right now, he's, he's pretty much unguardable. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think that uh, LeBron is uh, kicking some major butt over here, and I think that he's, he's looking for another ring. And, uh, you know, the Celtics, you know, i, I got to be truthful with you guys. I, I, I don't really care for LeBron as a person, you know, but i got to recognize that he's been doing incredible. And uh, I gotta say, you know, I, I am rooting for the little guy. I am rooting for the underdog. And I would love to see the Celtics win. However, Me too. however yeah. unrealistic that is, I, I, that's not gonna happen. Um, yeah. I, I put all my, all my nuggets in one basket, and I think that uh, the Cavs are gonna take this, and LeBron's gonna take it to the next level. I think so too. And I think that that plus one is an interesting line too, because that almost implies that they think that LeBron might make another buzzer beater, and they win by one point tonight, maybe. Right. But He's I don't been think really that, clutch. I don't think that that'll be the case. I think that they'll have a convincing win here, at least that they're opening. The, the other big huge game, Jordan. That we that everyone will. I don't know if everyone, but I'm more interested in. It. Yeah, I wish this was a final. Quite honestly, <laughs> too bad they're on the same conference. Uh, yeah, Golden State, Houston. This is going to be a series. Oh, yeah. oh my this, gosh! This the one to watch. I think it's going seven, and I, I think too. Houston will yeah. take it. You think uh, Houston will take it? I think so. They built Houston on paper to be able to match up with the Warriors, and the Warriors know that. And the Warriors know that. The Warriors know that. The Warriors are back at full strength. They got Curry back, but uh, Kevin Durant took over while he was gone. Durant's carrying everybody on there. Durant has has come through like he needed to. They needed Durant to step up and be the player that they brought him in to be while Curry has been recovered from that injury. Well, I'd like to see Houston win. I think Houston can shoot the three ball as well as Golden State does, which saying that is ridiculous. What's the line on that, by the way? Uh, we've got uh, Houston minus one and a half at home for the first game. Oh, that's interesting. That's a good line. That is a good line. And I like Houston to win the first one at home. It'll be kind of a wake-up call for Golden State, and Golden State wins the series. We'll have to see what happens. You think that Golden State's going to win the series? I do. Because 
I think they they built the Rockets to match up against the Warriors, and they built in the sense that they built them to score as many points as the Warriors do. The difference is the Warriors score all those points, and they also all play defense, yeah. which the Rockets aren't. I mean, they and aren't really. Yeah, but the Rockets so. have been real consistent, though. They have been. And they're about, very explosive too. How about Chris Paul? Right. Yeah, he, yeah, he had a great game. He looks like he's five feet tall when you see him on TV. <laughs> <laughs> uh, really, he's like six six feet, I think, or something like that. But 16, I mean, yeah, seven. all these other guys are towering. But this guy took over the game. Yeah, uh, he's had great week. chemistry with Harden. Yeah, does he ever? He has, and they've they've got a good rotation going. Sometimes you'll have just one of them on the court spelling the other the other guard, and that's really helped them out over the playoffs, I think. And you know, you guys um, going, you know, speaking of ba- basketball, speaking of LeBron. Um, so LeBron becomes a free agent, right, this summer, and there's big talk, big rumors going on right now about LeBron going to the Lakers, becoming a super team over there. Or the 76ers, yeah. for or that even matter. The and, and I even heard that the Knicks, the New York Knicks are, are making a, a bat at him. So um, what's, I mean, I don't know. Uh, what do you guys think? You know, it, it, it's, a, it's a complicated, it's a complex issue. LeBron wants to win more rings. There's talk around the league that some players want to play with LeBron and others aren't really willing to take a back seat to his stardom, so to speak. Others, like Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, are, are supposedly looking to join forces with LeBron and get those rings and take That would be home. a great big three. They could go anywhere. I, well, I anywhere agree. with the cap space, right? Sure. And that's the that's the big issue is the cap space. I think LeBron's going to want to play for a bigger market. Sure. Uh, you were mentioning earlier that he's a big-time Yankees fan. That's he why he's always fan. linked to New York teams. But I see him winding up in L.A. In L.A.? Uh, I think the Clippers are a dark horse to get him, but really the Lakers have to be the front runner. Mm-hmm. The Philadelphia 76ers have to be in the conversation. I They're, think I think that the Sixers should be the front runner for the LeBron sweepstakes. That, well, that's just my opinion. Now, can L.A. afford Paul George and LeBron? Do they have the cap space? Oh, that's right, because Paul George is looking to go over there yeah, as he well. Does. He does. He apparently has wanted to play for the Lakers uh, for some time and been sort of hooked with them for a while. I think they, if they move stuff around, they can afford it. Uh, once it. again, like the 76ers, they're a very young team, and a lot of their stars are young and still on those rookie contracts, mm-hmm. which makes a, makes a big difference. Uh, and to go to answer your question, yeah. can the Lakers afford the LeBron going out there, especially considering they got Paul George? Yeah. Yeah, the Lakers well, they have, have Paul George, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. If they did have him. Um, the Lakers have incredible budget, incredible money. Um, there's so much money in Los Angeles. But I they mean, do have a cap. There's a cap, a cap the same as everybody else. If they've got to pay the luxury tax to bank that team, I think they do. Why wouldn't Nobody's you? talking about him staying in Cleveland, too. I mean, I see oh, him staying true. in Cleveland. That's a good point. Cleveland is, a, is able to pay him more than any other team, the way it's set up. And he obviously cares about his bottom line. They could bring in other stars. Um, there's not really anybody else around them there. So they could bring in Paul George. So you don't think LeBron would take a pay cut to go somewhere else? I don't think so. I don't know. It's I, difficult. Uh, I have to differ on that. I think that LeBron already has all the money he needs. He, he's looking for more stardom. He's looking for another ring. He's looking for a dream team. And who else can offer this but the Los Angeles Lakers? Well, there's... Well, market-wise, budget-wise, the Sixers can, can get him in. The Sixers can get him in. They've got the players there. Ben Simmons is a great player. He needs to work on his shot. Yeah, really. He's, yeah, he missed but, a couple of layoffs last night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he had a one-point one game in game three. Yeah, that's true. That's, that's yeah, kind that's of right. I saw that, yeah. But it's a young team, it's a talented team, and I think that it's something that bringing LeBron in automatically gives him a little bit more credibility and gives him more experience to get deeper into the playoffs in the future. 
I agree. I think any team that LeBron says, I want to go there, they're going to make the cap space. They'll make moves. They'll move stuff around. LeBron is that big of a deal. Okay, now LeBron, you could probably say, is in part uh, responsible for Dwayne Casey uh, being rumored to be losing his job in Toronto since they got swept two years in a row. Same story. <laughs> in same the second story. round, two yeah. years in yeah. a row. The By Cavs the have team. eliminated them four times in the playoffs. Yeah, now. that's, wow. yeah. And I mean, arts nemesis. But now, on the Canadian sports websites, they were saying Dwayne Casey is out of here. We've had enough. You know, we want to keep DeRozan. We want to keep Lowry. Although, I know you, Monroe, think that DeRozan I, should be out. I, I think that you've got to take what you can get for DeRozan now while he's, he's still worth something because... I, I just don't think he has it in him to get to that A-plus elite level like LeBron James, Kevin Durant. He did great in, in the regular season. He did. Fantastically. I do not agree with the benching of him at the end of the game there in the series. Um, he did not look good in the playoffs, but if you think about it, LeBron didn't look good in the playoffs. His first, in the finals, I mean, the Mavs tore him apart. first finals, though. This, is, this yeah, isn't his true. first playoff. It's, well, it's the, not. The Canadian media are blaming it on Dwayne Casey. Well, Dwayne Casey. But then, he just won Coach of the Year. I mean, how, how yeah, do you fire? Yeah, that happen? That's a problem. How do you fire Coach of the Year? That's, that's, that's the consolation prize for him getting fired. That's what it looks like. <laughs> now, this was a vote of um, his peers. As I think he's very likable. Other coaches, peers, uh, as in just the other NBA coaches, were voting. On us. <laughs> coaches and players. <laughs> coaches and players. Coaches and players. Oh, play. Okay, yeah. And so I think he's a really likable guy. I think everybody knew he was on the hot seat, and so they decided to. I mean, he was there. He had the most wins in franchise history in '59. There was a reason to give it to him. They snubbed Brad Stevens because Brad Stevens is not on the hot seat to, to save yeah. their boy Dwayne Casey and keep him in there. I don't even know if it's going to be enough. But my vote would have gone for Brad Stevens. What he's done there for the Celtics, uh, I mean, they lost Hayward, they lost Kyrie. This vote yeah. was just too early. It had to come after the finals. We had to look at the whole picture. Yeah. Okay, now Stevens, uh, he's a young guy too, right? I mean, he's uh, he's he's got... Uh, not that many years of experience, so this guy's going to do wonders. Does if it doesn't it. happen this year, it's going to happen in the future for sure. Now, let's get to the NHL playoffs. We are down to uh, not very many teams left in this thing. Uh, we've got Washington, uh, the Washington Capitals, Tampa Bay Lightning, that are going to be in the conference finals in the East. Who do you like, Washington, Tampa Bay? Well, all the Sharps have uh, Tampa Bay winning the series in either six or seven. That, Sharps. That, that's the pick right now. Apparently, that's where the money's going. I personally, I like the Capitals here. Capitals tend to blow big games, especially against the Penguins, especially in the playoffs. And they finally got past the Penguins. Ovechkin deserves one. I think this is his year. They believe a little bit in the destiny. Yeah, um, better be his year because uh, you know he's he's getting up there. Well, he's the same age as Crosby, but uh, yeah, he's. I, I don't think this team is making it back this far next year. And they're going to have to deal with either. Well, I mean, look at the Vegas Golden Knights are going to be in there, and they're going to play either Winnipeg or uh, Nashville. Nashville is uh, going to be a hard team to beat in the final if they get there. Once again, Nashville has to be the favorite there. Um, but I personally like Vegas. I think Fleury's playing lights out. Uh, that's what I'm going to go the for there. I Cinderella season's over for Vegas, personally. Didn't I, you say that last round? Yes, I did. And the round before that. <laughs> Actually, I said it. I, I don't think. I think I said they weren't even going to make the playoffs. So, yeah. 
Uh, my picks have not been good. I took the Raptors to be Cleveland. I mean, I mean, I've, yeah, I've, I've had some bad picks. Okay. I think um, for Tampa Bay, Holtby is going to hold them in there uh, in the net. I think other than that, the Caps in Tampa Bay are basically even across the board in stats. Yeah, they're very close. It is so close. We're looking at a really good six or seven game series. Well, I'd say Vegas doesn't match up to any team that's left. So uh, I can't. Uh, that's just my personal opinion. Do you think they've overachieved? Yes. So I don't have think they so. ever overachieved. I don't they think got they... a bunch of plumbers. <laughs> <laughs> they got James Neal and Carlson. Carlson, this guy didn't do anything. And and James Neal, I mean, he didn't do anything before Vegas, and James Neal was like a third line, fourth line. I mean, For the Penguins yeah. when they won the Stanley Cup and yeah. they were stacked. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make a prediction. <laughs> they got a right couple now. good centers ahead of them. I'm going to make a prediction right now, and I'm going to say that the, the, the Vegas Knights are going to go to the Stanley. Stanley Cup? No. Yes. Well, that's a good prediction. I would we'll love to see that. I think it's going to be the Predators. Personally. Yeah, I think I don't like that they, team, but I think so too. They have the firepower and good for Nashville, you know. They've never made a ton of noise mm. not getting this far. Yeah, but they last year they choked in the final. I, if they make it to the final, I think they're going to do good this year. Uh, now, Major League Baseball, we had a no-hitter thrown. We had a no-hitter thrown by uh, James Paxton, a Canadian who plays for the Seattle Mariners. First Canadian to pitch a no-hitter on Canadian soil, but only the second Canadian to ever pitch a no-hitter in the Major Leagues of Baseball. The last one being 1945, so a long time between no-hitters. Wow. Um, you know, and, and speaking of baseball, you know, so we got this whole rivalry going on. And as you guys might, might or might not see online, um, uh, you know, the Boston Red Sox are dueling it out with the Yan yeah. New York Yankees. Best rivalry in baseball. Best rivalry. I mean, yeah. it, I mean, there's there's others, you know, out there. You, you can you can mention the Dodgers and the Giants, uh, maybe the, the you know on the West or stuff like that. Tampa but Bay and Miami. Tampa Bay and Miami. Yeah, you know, but um, definitely the most <laughs> intense rivalry right now. Seller, yeah, yeah. From, from a fan base perspective. And we're looking at a guy like uh, like uh, Brett Gardner. I mean, uh, he is doing incredible stuff for the Yankees. Uh, the Yankees are killing it right now. They are killing yeah, it. And seventeen and one. Seventeen and one. So it, you know, fired. yeah. Boston's right there too, though. I agree, but they, it looks like the Yankees are going to probably going to win this series. I, I think they will. You know, I think they will, and I think they have to because Houston is on the rise, and they're they're serious too this year. They, you know, they're coming for blood. The Astros are are doing well as well. You know, um, repeat. Yeah, so. we've we've talked about this before, but uh, you know, but really. Um, I think that the New York Yankees are probably going to be the ones to go to the World Series. They're, I think they have to be the favorite right now. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. It, it doesn't look like they're going to let off. It's a so, long series. It's a long season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we're, talk, we're talking we're going to go all the way to October, mm. and things are still young right now, but the way they're playing, the way they're setting up their, their, their cards, um, I, I, you know, as much as, you know, and again, I'm a Dodger fan, right? But I got to give credit where credit's due. So, yeah. anyways... Well, it, it is a long season, and we are going to be talking about the Yankees many, many times in a row here, uh, weekly. And, 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 the, and the Rob, Boston Red Sox. No, I'm not too happy about that. <laughs> I'm a little tired of the Yankees. I don't like the Yankees at all. In yeah. fact, I really don't like the Yankees even one bit. Really? Yeah. I'm a Detroit Tigers fan. So, Detroit this Tigers, is a team that's basically... Packers. <laughs> yeah. Canadians, Montreal Canadiens. Right? <laughs> yeah, we're, we're talking about historic teams here. Dave, uh, Detroit Tigers... You know, a Green Bay. Magnum you know. P.I. used to wear the hat. Magnum <laughs> P.I. Yeah. All right, now let's get on to the NFL. Uh, you have a story, Jordan, about the uh, the brothers 
that uh, they got in through the draft, correct? And Shaquem and Shaquille Griffin. It was really the feel-good moment of the draft. Great story of the draft. Right. Uh, without an arm, gets drafted in the fifth round. Um, and they're both going to the same team. They're both going to be on Seattle. Monroe, do you see him contributing? I do see him contributing. I think that he made some great plays at the collegiate level. He's shown in the in the draft. I'm sorry, in the combine in college. He's got all the skills necessary to succeed. He does what he needs to do. He's got a great work ethic, as we see, everything he's had to overcome to get here. And I do see him being a contributor. You know, Seattle is in a somewhat of a rebuilding mode. And they I think are. that he'll be a big piece of that, a big how about, part of it. How about his brother? How's brother's, he, he going to look? Brother's his brother's great. great. Yeah. 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 What was he drafted? He was in the first round, right? His brother has been there since uh, a year ago. This will be his second year. Oh, second year. Yeah. Okay, I'm thinking early. of the wrong brothers. Okay. Uh, so he's he's his second year, and his brother is now going to be joining him for the first year. Okay, Correct. but that leads to our next thing, which we were going to talk about was the prosthetics in the NFL. Should they be allowed? Because you got that, you know, six million dollar man guy who booted a what a hundred yard Tom, field goal. Tom Dempsey. Tom, Tom Dempsey. Dempsey. Yeah. You know, missing part of his foot. This was back in the foot. day. Flat foot, and he out kicks everybody. Well, and of course, they let him wear this boot with a with a flat surface on it, and. He put the ball right through, seventy something yarder. So I mean, we can, we can go back and forth on this. I mean, I, I truthfully, I am pro for uh, them using, being allowed to use the prosthetics. You know, as long as it's not, you know, not some Terminator hand or something. So we let him have some type of a robotic arm <laughs> that he clutches <laughs> on. You know, he'll never <laughs> miss a tackle again. Go. Does it give them an advantage? Depends on the yes, prosthetic. It does. does. I think it does give how's, them an advantage. I, I think. I think that. Well. If you're a kicker, it certainly gives you an advantage because you can use it. You can fill it with lead, and uh, the arm. Um, it depends because it's not like a human, you know, like a human hand. It, you, you it know could how to be steel, and it could get the grip of like well, a. You know how to solve this, though, right? right? Huh? Just just let the NFL regulate the 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 products that that they they use the, the prosthetics. These are the, the prosthetics you guys can use. They've been checked out by the NFL. They've they've been uh, regulated. They've been every, everything. They've gone through all the inspections. So these are the ones that we think that are fair to you and what, to the other. Have a bunch of arms and legs sitting around that they're going to test. At the end of the day, <laughs> in college, he put up the stats to, yeah. to, to be a first, first rounder yeah, first without, a prosthetic. without a prosthetic. Without so a prosthetic. I don't think he needs one. Yeah. And I think the NFL should vote against it, I the don't, owners. I don't think the NFL should hinder this, uh, should hinder these players. If if there's a way to regulate it, as you said, John, I think that that's, that that's the most important thing, to be able to regulate it. But as far as it giving them an advantage or an unfair advantage, listen, that advantage is already there for these players with these disabilities because of everything they've had to go through just to get to where they are. They've got the competitive advantage just by getting to where they are, having to go through everything. So no, I don't think this is something that we should prevent from happening. I agree. I think I think that the, the athletes that, that need these prosthetics, I mean, how hard, how much more harder is it on them to get to where you got a regular guy, you know, um, that has two arms and two legs, you know? Um, I think that, that, that it would just, really, it would just even it up. Yeah. You know, um, even if he even if he washes out at this level, which I definitely don't see happening, he got the perfect situation there with his brother. I think this is not only a great story; it's going to be good for the team just because of his competitive spirit, like you were saying, I the leadership agree. qualities he's yeah. bring he's brought and what he's had to overcome. Definitely, he outworks everybody. All right, well, let's start. Uh, I guess lo- end the show on a low note. Johnny Football 
in the news again. Oh, what's, it, what's up with this guy? So football in the news for football or uh, not this time? No. <laughs> so <laughs> usually not, and uh, it certainly isn't happening again. He he ended up in the hospital. I mean, first he was going to play in the CFL, then he was going to play in the crazy Vince McMahon league, and then and now it looks like he's not even going to make you know either of those leagues. So well, apparently he overdosed on his lithium. I guess he didn't <laughs> well, get a on purpose. He didn't get a good accidentally on purpose. Huh? Mm-hmm. But who knows? I mean, I don't think you can really get high on lithium. I don't know if he knew that or not before he took it all. I think he knew uh, what he was doing. I don't know. I mean, Probably he, a few he, cocktails. He's, he is known for uh, having drug addiction, right, in the right. past. And um, I'm not judging him at all. No, 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 nothing no. like that. We're just talking about the story. And, you know, he... He, he's, he's all right now. You know, he was briefly hospitalized, uh, kind of scary. And he, he, he takes lithium for his bipolar disease. Oh, okay. You know, so... The thing about lithium as well is, is it's a really easy drug to overdose on. You have to maintain almost toxic levels in your blood system in order to take it. Yeah, and the thing line. is, the, the doctors do tell you that. So, I, you know, he did know that, you know, I mean... But then again, it, it is Johnny doing. Football. Yeah, that's true. So, I mean, I don't know. More news to come on Johnny Football. So that... Always. (laughs) We're glad he's all right. Yeah. All right. So that pretty much wraps up the show for this week. Once again, thank you, Monroe, for joining us. Thank you for having me. Great insight on uh, many, many things. And uh, Jordan, John, I'm Dave. This is OOBG Radio brought to you by uwager.eu. You've been listening to OOBG Radio, the leading destination for the best sports and betting analysis podcast. Check in each week for more on sports news and forecasting. Don't forget to check us out on your favorite social media website and on OOBG.com.